One thing about mama, she is going to make sure that everyone else is taken care of before she even thinks about treating herself. So if you are looking for the perfect gift to make mom feel special this Mother's Day, make sure you check out the Mega Moisture Duo from Osea Malibu because body care is self-care. Since 1996, Osea has been making clean, clinically proven, seaweed-infused skincare. So this Mother's Day, treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GSPP at OseaMalibu.com. Plus, you'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code GSPP for 10% off. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. You can wish for it or you can work for it. You gotta work for greatness. If you ain't working, you should be working. On this week's episode of Confessions of a Workaholic, you are getting a backstage pass to a recent clubhouse conversation with my girl, Raven Hoquette, who happens to be one of my business besties and one of the co-founders of The Bundle Bestie. In this clubhouse room, we are sharing creative strategies for you to create your own stimulus. So grab your notebook and get ready to work. I can hear you. I think we got action. We do. It's a lot of action. I'm like, it's already been people raising their hand and everything. Hey, y'all. Listen, so y'all are real ready. Okay, this is definitely um, a conversation that I'm excited to have. I think that it's definitely very timely because, you know, for the last, what, two or three days, maybe the last week, We've been talking, um, or not even talking about, but hearing about, you know, Congress in these sessions, um, debating what we are worth, what our pain is worth. Um, A lot of us have had, you know, tragedy over the last few months. A lot of us have dealt with a whole lot of things that we weren't necessarily prepared to deal with. Um, And so I think that this is definitely a timely conversation. Uh, with everybody, you know, preparing for 2021 and everybody just hopefully realizing at this point that we cannot sit around and wait for someone outside of ourselves to save us. And we cannot rely on, you know, these politicians to put our needs above their own selfish desires. Um, The fact that literally these people have been in meetings arguing back and forth for months just to finally agree that we deserve $600 is, I don't even want to say laughable because it's not really laughable. It's pretty um, offensive and insulting. And so I think um, that this is definitely going to be a beneficial conversation for everyone here because we really just want to make sure we are sharing with you all some strategies so that you can save yourself because we cannot afford to sit around waiting on somebody to come save the day. So I'm excited about today's conversation, Raven. I am too. I cannot wait. I think just having so many people that are already inside of the room, so many people that have already raised their hand um, to ask a question or or to try to say something about this, I just think it shows how needed and necessary this narrative really, really is. Um, For those of y'all that know a little bit about my background, y'all know I have been like preaching entrepreneurship since like the last recession. Um, I was in college at the time of, I guess they called it the the Great Recession or whatever, the one that started like back in 2007. So, of course, 
you know, when you go to college, like they're basically grooming you and training you to go and get, you know, this nine to five. And so when I was like finishing up college, um, things were kind of bouncing back a little bit with the job market, but it still wasn't really where it was before. So people were still having a very hard time um, finding jobs. They were having a very hard time, like generating income. Um, and then, you know, those that know most of my story, you know, that like within less than a year of being at my job, I was basically threatened with a layoff. So I just want y'all to see that history is pretty much repeating itself. If you ask your parents, if you ask your grandparents, your great grandparents, if they're still around, most of them are going to say that they have experienced some sort of recession. So I just want to say, if you are experiencing this for the first time, if maybe you know, you've gotten laid off or let go and you're really dependent on this, this stimulus. Unfortunately, it's not the first time and it's not going to be the last time. And history is also repeating itself with them bailing out these big companies, but basically handing us a Coke and a smile. So I cannot wait um, for Coriel and I to just dive in on this and answer you guys' questions. If y'all could just let us share some really important points first about creating your own stimulus strategy that we need to share and then we will take the questions that would be great um but I'm excited do you want to kick it off though so yeah so yeah I definitely am excited to get into the solutions um for anybody who knows me y'all know that I don't like talking about and complaining about problems without at least trying to provide some type of solution. But just to try to drive this point home just a little bit more for y'all, just to kind of compare um, what the American people are getting versus what other people around the world are getting. You know, as a uh, avid world traveler, traveling is one of my favorite things. And I noticed that people kind of put American, America and American citizens up on this pedestal where, you know, this is the greatest country on earth and everybody's trying to get here and you know you can you can um you know live your best life in america all of these freedoms that we you know are believed to have but when it comes down to really bailing out the american people which is what we've been expecting we kind of get the short end of the stick so in terms of just a little comparison australia has been giving almost two thousand dollars a month through the duration of this pandemic canada has been getting almost fifteen hundred dollars per month um, throughout this pandemic. Denmark has been getting $3,200. Um, Germany has been getting $7,300. And these are per month. Per month, they've been getting um, this type of money. And we literally got $1,200. And all of us didn't even get $1,200. All of us are not going to get $600. And the way that this stimulus package breaks down um, the way that they've divvied it up, the way that they've literally found so many loopholes to um, kind of remove a whole lot of people from even qualifying for it. It's just really sad. And so for anybody who really was believing and putting all of their hope and faith that any politician at any level, whether it's, you know, the, from the senators to the president, if you thought that anybody being in office was going to save you, I hope that this is a reality check and a wake up call that you really have to take matters into your own hands and really figure out a strategy to save yourself. These same politicians who were spending all of this money campaigning for our votes spent all of their time and then, you know, decided that we were worth $600. And the fact that all of us are not even going to get the $600 is, 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 is appalling. So I want to get into some strategy. Um, I hope that y'all have your notebooks ready. I hope that you are really not just going to listen to the conversation, but, you know, the educator in me, I love when you take good notes, but it really means nothing if you don't apply this information. And so if you find any of it useful, if you find it helpful, please make sure that you are taking action behind these um, strategies that we are going to share with you all. So we can kind of just go back and forth, uh, Raven, if you want to, but I would like to just start it off um, with kind of what I share, you know, in any of my classes and, and the very first thing I share inside of uh, work university with my students, the, the first strategy that I have for you all in order to really be able to create your own stimulus strategy is to take an inventory of your skills. Regardless of the career title you have, regardless of 
the job that you're currently doing, the jobs that you have worked in the past, I believe that every single um, position that you've held has prepared you for a payday. And so I don't care if you were um, a retail worker, a receptionist, a bank teller, a, you worked at the daycare, whatever jobs you've worked over the course of you know, your, your lifetime, every single one of those jobs have, le have left you with some sort of skill. And so what I want you to do before doing anything else is really take a good look at the skills that you have, especially taking into consideration your most recent job. What was it that you were doing that someone else was willing to pay you for? Because if you get creative enough and if you sit down and think for long enough, you can really figure out how you can leverage the skills that they paid you for to pay yourself. So again, whether you are really good at organizing or you might just be a really good listener, those skills can turn into multiple streams of income. And if y'all don't already realize this, multiple streams of income is not a luxury. It's not just something that you know the wealthy people have. It's a necessity. And 2020 has definitely taught us that. So if you are a good listener, you could start doing transcription, transcription services. If you are a good editor, you always correct the people on social media. They're using the wrong there. They're using the wrong too. You know, if you're that person that's like always able to tell you getting people's grammar together, maybe you want to look into becoming an editor. There are literally things that people will pay you for. But if you don't take into consideration and take a really good inventory of what you're bringing to the table, you're going to have a really hard time creating new streams of income. And I often like to say, you know, you don't have a money problem, you have a mindset problem, because most of the time you're looking at what somebody else is doing to make money, you're looking at somebody else's business model, and you're kind of looking at them with envy, like, well, I don't have what they have, or I can't do what they do, but what can you do? I believe that we are are all equipped with skills, gifts, and talents that we can all sit down at the table and somebody at that table is going to need what you have. So my first strategy um, for everybody is just to really take a good look at what it is that you possess, and then we can figure out how you can get paid from it. I hope y'all are taking notes like Co was saying, because this is definitely like, you don't even have to wait until the new year to apply to this thing. Seriously, I just want to put that out there because I think so often when we get to like the very end of the year, we just kind of preach this whole, oh, January 1st, oh, this next year, oh, this was the warm up. No, it's now. You know, there, there are still, what, seven days, eight days left in 2020. There is still time for you to implement and execute some of these things. So make sure that y'all are taking notes, but also make sure um you know, that you just plan on executing these things immediately. And I just want to say really quickly again, for those of y'all that might just be joining the room, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, we are going to take some questions. This isn't going to be one of those rooms where we're just like talking and we like don't let y'all say anything, but we just want to get the different strategies and tips out there first. And then we will, um, you know, take questions or any comments or anything like that. So my first strategy is that I want you guys to leverage the resources that you already have. I think that during this time of the year, one of the things that we do, and I've been guilty of this previously as well, is we start thinking about what different resources we need. Whose coaching program do I need to sign up for? Whose course do I need to get? Um, what conference do I need to go to? Well, it ain't really a lot of conferences now because of the pandemic. But, you know, we just tend to think, what are the new resources and new things that we need to invest in? All the while, we have not even fully completed the things that we already have invested in. So some of y'all stimulus money that you can create for yourself is hiding inside of those coaching resources that you purchased in 2020 but you never completed some of y'all have purchased bundle besties from us some of y'all got all three bundles y'all that we did in 2020 and you ain't started one course you have not read one ebook one ebook excuse me like you literally just have not logged in and completed any of these things the resources are not going to work for you if you don't dive into them and start executing it's so much wealth inside of these resources that you guys have so whatever you have whether it's a course 
um, whether it's a, a coaching program that you did, whatever it might be, I want you guys to tap into it. Those couple days after Christmas, y'all know what I'm talking about, them days that sort of feel like they run together. You don't even know what exact date it is. It ain't really nothing going on. Everybody's kind of just like sitting around waiting for the new year. Those days, I want you to be really spending that time tapping into all of those resources so you can level up because it's so many strategies and so many things hiding inside of the resources that you guys already have. So that's my very first strategy. And listen, I'm definitely guilty. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I have been, I, I literally got somebody's course on Black Friday because I know that it was something that I needed. And y'all, I have not even logged in yet. So trust me when I say, I, I you know, we're not like preaching to y'all as if we got it all figured out, but we're really just trying to share our lessons learned, our mistakes made. And I have definitely challenged myself to get that course done before the new year. And I think that it's a, a common thing for you to get so excited about the results that you see other people getting or the testimonials that you see people sharing that you run out and pay for things. And then like Raven said, it just sits up on the shelf. Like you don't even take advantage of the resources that you already have, but then you're running out trying to find something new. I was um, promoting my Shopify course a couple of weeks ago and I had someone in the comments say, well, do you do anything? Do you have any other resources outside of this course? Because I've already taken several courses and none of them worked. And I'm like, well, sis, none of them worked probably because you didn't do the work. If you're one of those people who feels like you've done several resources, you've hired this coach and that coach and nothing has worked, then a lot of times you really have to be willing to look at yourself and ask yourself, have you done your part? Because like Raven said, these resources are not just going to jump out you know, and, and work for you. You have to be willing to take that initiative and put those lessons into action. So I, I hope that moving into 2021, we are really going to get into the habit of holding ourselves accountable for the work that we're doing or the work that we're not doing, which leads to the results that we're not getting. So definitely um, appreciate that one, Raven, because we don't often talk about the fact that we have probably thousands of dollars worth of resources that are sitting on our computer that we haven't even um, tapped into. So definitely take an inventory um, of, of what you have. And sometimes, you know, it's worth a revisit. So my second strategy is using the skills. So my first, my first uh, suggestion was to take an inventory of your skills. My second strategy is once you've taken an inventory of your skills, and it could literally just be a list where you just make a list in your notebook of the skills that you possess, the things that you've learned over the years at, at, at your different jobs, the things that people often come to you for help with, the things that you are known for, the things that you know, you know, front to back with your eyes closed, like you are an expert at this thing. Really take an inventory of those things. And then I suggest that you become a freelancer and start selling those skills. So we live in the in the information age. People are willing to pay you for what you know. People are also willing to pay you for what you can do. And so there are literally tons of websites where you don't have to worry about having a large social media following. You don't have to worry about having this huge audience that could potentially be your clients. You can literally create profiles on some of these different freelance websites and they are going to find your next client or your first client for you. So use the skills that you already have to become a freelancer. One of the first websites that, that I'm going to suggest, because I personally use this website to find freelancers all the time, is Upwork.com. You can use Upwork.com to find freelancers and you can also use Upwork.com to find work. So whether you decide that you want to do um, social media management or you want to do, you want to write business plans, or you might just be real bomb at creating PowerPoints. Like you might just be really skilled at creating spreadsheets. There is someone out there that's willing to pay you to do it. One thing that I want us to stop doing is feeling like if we don't have an MBA we can't be successful entrepreneurs. If we don't have this particular skill set, we can't be successful. That is not the case. 
people are willing to pay you for convenience. There are things that I might know how to do, but I just don't have time to do it. So while you are sitting at home, having plenty of time on your hands, you can get paid just to lighten the load for someone else. So I really want to encourage y'all to stop shortchanging your skills because that's where the money is. I don't care how simple you think your skills are. I don't care how basic you think your skills are. You can literally become a freelancer, not have to find your own clients, use one of these online websites like upwork.com or fiverr.com. Um, I think there's another one called people for people for hire.com. You can use one of these websites and the people will literally come to you to hire you. So those are just a couple that I've personally used, but if you go to Google and you type in upwork competitors um, or freelance websites, you'll see a whole lot of different websites that you can literally just create a profile for, just like you do on any social network. You can create a profile, list out the skills, whether those skills are Microsoft Word or Microsoft PowerPoint or editing, or maybe you are um, proficient in Photoshop or Adobe, or you know how to edit videos. Like, I don't care how simple you may think your skills are, someone out there is willing to pay you for it. So strategy number one for me was to take an inventory of your skills. Strategy number two is to sell your skills by becoming a freelancer. And again, these are things that you can do from the comfort of your own home using the skills that you already have. So I want to piggyback off of that first before I get into my next strategy. I love that you talked about um, just being able to become a freelancer and allow people to, to hire you because I think that there is this whole notion, and I'm not going to go too deep into this because I know this is like another topic for another room, but I feel like there's this whole notion that, oh, everybody is a coach and, you know, it's so saturated and, you know, even though people come to me and ask me about this, I don't want to officially call myself a coach or call myself a consultant because everybody is that. But the thing about it is that, if your advice is worth asking for, it's worth paying for. I saw a post that literally said just that on Instagram yesterday, and I was screaming. I had to share it in my story because I was like, this is so real. And a lot of people are, are finding it um, really challenging to get paid for what they know because they feel like, well, I don't want to say I'm for hire, but... The longer you wait to say that you're for hire to give out this information, I'm going to come to you and I'm going to expect you to give it to me basically for free. Um, there are things that we are all really great at, right? But some of those things we're like, okay, I'm going to just, you know, kind of keep this as a hobby. And then there are other things that we want to monetize. Like, for example, I know how to put a weave in, right? But in this day and age, I am not going to take, you know, two hours out of my time, however long out of my time to go and put somebody's weave in or braid somebody's hair or whatever else. So that's just one of my gifts that I have no desire in monetizing because of the time it takes. And I just don't have that time to spend away from my family. Right. But if somebody is saying, Raven, can you show me how to build a six figure business? First of all, do you know how long it took me on my own, you know, to build a six figure business? Do you know how many resources I had to invest into to build a six figure business? Do you know how I had to change my mindset? That's not information that I'm going to give away for free. I don't care who it is. It's, it's just not. So, you know, when I became a business coach, I, I realized I needed to monetize that because I'm like, wait a minute, like. I didn't even realize it took me all this information and all this knowledge to actually get my business into that place. So a lot of you guys are leaving money on the table. Like Coach said, it's so easy to tap into. It doesn't necessarily have to be a situation where you're branding it as, oh, let me get this fancy website up and I got this whole agency. You can literally go on Upwork and the millions and millions and millions of other um, resources and platforms, y'all, and you can set yourself up to start getting paid. Um, I have a YouTube channel, right, which some of y'all probably have a YouTube channel as well. And with YouTube, one of the things that everybody knows is that the more uh, attractive or appealing, rather, your thumbnail is, the more people are likely to basically watch your video, right? So I'm not into all that creating fancy graphics and thumbnail. Like, that's just not my gift. 
but I hired somebody on Upwork. Guess what else? My podcast. I like to get on my podcast and talk, but editing and all of that, that ain't my ministry. I hired somebody on Upwork just off of that. These people on Upwork are literally making so much money. They don't have to go on social media and promote their services. Upwork is doing it for them. So it's truly easy money. And y'all have so many gifts that y'all can tap into and really make money from them. So I love that strategy, Co. I'm going to get into my next one. Um, and my, my theme with my strategies has kind of been like just running, running back. Um, my very first strategy was talking about going back to some of the courses and coaches that you have invested in. So my second strategy is think about something that you have done before where you made a whole lot of money. What was it that worked about that that enabled you to make a whole lot of money? And how can you basically repeat that? We hear so often as entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs, whatever you might be, we hear this phrase that success leaves clues, right? But sometimes when we hear that, we are thinking about other people. Like, oh, well, let me look at somebody else and emulate what they're doing. Or let me see what she did. But we don't even realize that success, our own success, have, has left clues as well. This is actually something like, I'm not just giving y'all this advice. I'm doing it myself. Like, I literally sat yesterday and said, what has worked the best for me, you know, money-wise in 2020, and how can I repeat that? Because I want to see what I've been doing, because whatever it is that I've been doing, that in times I had a crazy sales day that day, I obviously want to do more of that, right? So maybe you had some type of launch. Um, maybe you did a campaign where you went live on social media every day and you were really consistent and you got a lot of sales. Maybe you partnered with somebody. What was it that you did at a time that you made a whole lot of money and how can you repeat that and do it again? So I feel like, Raven, I'm glad we like consulted before, you know, we let each other know what our strategies was going to be because me and Raven are often on the same page and we would have probably literally sat here and ended up telling y'all the same exact strategies. But what she just said is something that I personally do within my business every single week. I call it Money Making Monday. And on that day, I literally look back over the week before I see how much money I've made in each of my businesses. And then I look at how I actually made that money. Was it selling courses? Was it um, you know, doing consulting, what was it selling in my dropship store? Like, where did the money come from? Because one of the things I feel like kind of um, is a mistake that you could make is not really taking into account what has been working for you and just always um, trying to come up with the next thing, the next thing, the next thing, what do I have to do next? And it's like, well, sis, maybe you just need to keep doing what's already working. But if you never really take into account um, what's working, what's not working, all of those things, then you're literally going to end up spinning your wheels. You're literally going to end up buying another course. You're literally going to end up hiring another coach because you think that there's something wrong that you're doing, but you really haven't even taken into consideration all of the things that you're doing right. So I definitely love that tip. When you shared the fact that you hire someone, Raven, to do your thumbnails for YouTube and your editing for podcasts, that reminded me I literally pay someone every single month to listen to my podcast episodes and write up my show notes. And if you go and look at my podcast, you can see the difference in the episodes where I wrote the show notes and where this girl that, um, that I hire writes the show notes for me. So when I say there is someone out there willing to pay you for even the most basic, simplest thing that you're probably already doing, Homegirl was already listening to my podcast. She literally slid in my DMs and was like, yo, I love your podcast. I wrote up, I think she sent me like a sample. She was like, I, I was listening. I wrote up some show notes. You know, this is something that I offer. And she was so thorough with these notes, like breaking down at minute five, this is the gym that she shared. At minute 15, this is what she was talking about. And I mean, just super thorough to where it's like, Yo, I'll definitely pay you to do that because number one, I don't really feel like writing no long paragraph describing what this episode is about. And if you're listening anyway, why not? You know, why not pay for that convenience? So when I say you cannot 
shortchange your skills or the things that you're just already doing. If you are an avid podcast listener, you never know how you could leverage that. So hopefully we're just kind of getting your creative juices flowing for some things that you're probably already doing that you could be getting paid for. And then also thinking about the the things that you've learned in your own business or on your own journey. I have a um, a friend who has started a multi six figure graphic design business. She's not a trained graphic designer, but she taught herself because she ended up creating graphics for her own business about five years ago. And now she's literally transitioned into an entire graphic designer where people are paying her $100, $150 an hour for her to design their graphics. And this is literally just a skill that she came across out of necessity. So definitely don't feel like even if your skills don't look like someone else's, you still have something that somebody is willing to pay you for. So my first strategy was to take an inventory of your skills. Number two, use those skills, sell those skills by becoming a freelancer. If you have a large network, my third strategy for you is going to be to leverage your network by becoming an affiliate. I like to call affiliate money like middleman money. So it's literally someone else is doing the work. You're telling people about the work that somebody else is doing and you're getting a cut of the money that they're making based on you telling people what they're doing. So for example, my work university students, they can sign up to become brand ambassadors. As a brand ambassador, if they share that work university enrollment is open, every time someone signs up through their personalized link, they're going to get paid for it. They don't have to do any of the work that it takes to maintain work university. They don't have to, you know, teach any of the classes. They don't have to add any resources just by them telling people that this is an opportunity. This is a program that might be for you because their friends are typically always asking them about it anyway. They can make some passive income just by being an affiliate. Um, the same when I used to host events. Y'all know 2020 kind of put the events on hold. But when I used to host events, it's like if you're going to end up telling people that you're coming to this event anyway, if you're going to end up inviting your friends to this event anyway, you could end up getting your ticket for free just by telling other people that this is something that they might appreciate or enjoy or might want to come to. So affiliate is literally middleman money where you're inviting someone to participate in uh, so-and-so's course and you're going to get a percentage of, of the money you bring in or you're inviting someone to you know uh, participate in this particular program and you're going to get a percentage of the money that you bring in if you're thinking to yourself well that sounds cool but I don't really you know know anybody that has an affiliate uh, program that I could be a part of all you have to do is go to clickbank.com c-l-i-c-k B-A-N-K.com, clickbank.com. And it's an entire directory of different affiliate programs for all different industries that you can enroll in and literally just share the work that other people are doing and get paid for it. So my third strategy is to make middleman money. You don't have to create a course. You don't have to create products. All you have to do is share what other the work that other people are already doing and you can get paid a percentage of it. So number three, leverage your network by becoming an affiliate. So before I get into um, my last strategy, our girl Arnika has just checked in. We're so happy to see her here. So I just want to pass the mic over to you, Arnika, because I know you got some gems to drop, and I didn't know how long you could be on here. So I'm like, we need a quick word. <laughs> To help them with how they get hey. stimulus. Hey, sis, I'm so happy to hear your voice. <sighs> Thanks for having me, y'all. It is an honor. Um, y'all are really dropping a bunch of gems this morning. So, y'all, I hope y'all taking really good notes. I mean, these are some really great strategies. Um, what I wanted to add was profit from your knowledge. Um, what do you know that others don't? And you don't have to be an expert in this. Literally, people think that when it comes to, like, selling knowledge or what they know, that they have to have some extreme level of expertise. And it's just really knowing more than what the next person 
doesn't. Um, education, um, creating budget worksheets. This is definitely a time that we're in where people want to know more about finances. They want to know more about how they can do things on their own. So I think it would be really, really great to create something that would be digital, something that would not require a lot of thought of costs and something that we could definitely, you know, do easily with our $600 stimulus check. I'm really hoping to be one of those. I got four kids, including myself. So I've already been adding up how much I'm going to be getting. Um, <laughs> but um, seriously, though, when it comes to selling your knowledge, that is one of the easiest things that you can do for a stimulus strategy. Um, the second thing is profit from what others may want to know. So when you are thinking of your stimulus strategy, oftentimes people want to think, oh, well, this has to be something that I'm passionate about. It no, this needs to be something that you want to profit from. And one of the easiest, easiest ways to do that is to profit from what others may want to know. And that is, again, selling information. What is it that people are talking about now? that would be an interest to your audience? What are some things that you have now an interest on that you think would be beneficial for others that you can sell on? And then lastly, I think what is very important is selling information again. That is my thing. I'm really big on selling information. Um, I've been able to have several six or seven figure um, businesses due to selling information. I'm really, really big on knowledge. I'm really big on knowing that that is something that would never go out of style. Um, it would it will always be trendful, and someone will always want to know something. So, selling information can also be a quick fix to your stimulus uh, strategy because there are oftentimes people out here that don't have the time or don't want to look at things. So, selling information such as vendor lists, wholesale, vendor lists for skincare products, hair products. Um, Anything that you can think of that people would want to sell or get in the business in, create a vendor list for that. Um, it is very, very hard to research things. Um, you know, a lot of people don't want to go through the notion of selling, uh, you know, purchasing samples and things of that nature. Um, for me, about six years ago, I got really big on um, hair extensions and I wanted raw hair extensions, the rawest, you know, hair possible. And one of the things I started doing was just taking out my time in researching vendors that had the best raw, unprocessed hair. And I went to a nightclub one night, and there was a beautician there literally followed me around. I was like, hey, what kind of hair is that? And, you know, how did you get it? We ended up changing information, and this lady literally paid me to be a vendor source. And that was, I would purchase the hair, sample the hair, look for vendors, you know, let her know which hair, you know, was the best, which ones I think, you know, would be beneficial to her and her clients. And I was really making $3,000 a pop doing this. And then word of mouth started to spread it. And I ended up vendor sourcing for some of the most successful leading hair extension businesses in this industry. So really, it is about selling something that people want to know or just don't have time to do and really being that resource of information for them. That's so, so good. Again, I hope that you guys are taking notes. So I'm going to kind of switch my last tip up a little bit because I was going to talk about digital resources as well. Um, so I'm going to extend on what Arnita said and then get into my last uh, strategy slash tip. So a great place, because, you know, we're, we're trying to get you guys to just have this be a seamless process with generating income and creating your own stimulus. And I know when you hear about selling digital products, it might feel like, oh, but I have to have a website. I have to have all these systems and blah, blah, blah. Get on Etsy and start selling your digital products on there. I have a whole gang of digital products that I sell on Etsy and don't nobody even notice me. And it's an amazing source of passive income. Um, I have things from vendor lists that Arnita mentioned, um, ebooks, guides. Like we think that Etsy is just like getting a custom cup or getting a t-shirt or, you know, things like that. But there are tons of people on there that are selling principles. So that's another great space um, to sell your items. But to kind of take a little bit of the load off of you in terms of like the promo and, you know, all of that stuff. 
So my uh, last tip to create your own stimulus strategy, you need to start looking at every single thing that's around you. And when I say everything, I mean everything. I mean whatever is in your home, in your closet, your, your car, your kids, stuff, whatever it might be. Every single thing that you own is real estate. Real estate is not just a house, y'all. If you have baby stuff that's sitting around, it never gets used, I want you to check out a website called babyquip.com. People go on there and they rent baby items. I know it's not as many people traveling right now because of COVID and everything like that, but we are actually, this is a quick example, my family and I are getting ready to take our very first trip. Um, actually since having a baby, you know, in a, in a week or so. And it's certain things that our son has around the house, you know, just to make him comfortable that we're like, okay, we know he likes these things, but we're not going to be trying to carry this on the plane with us and things like that. So we're using baby quick to rent some of those items. So some of these items, you can literally get $20 a day. Some of them you can get $40 a day, $50 a day. And that stuff literally adds up. So imagine Imagine renting out just two things a day for $50 a day. That's $100 a day, $500 a week, $2,000 a month. Come on rent money. Come on mortgage money. Like, it's so many ways for you guys to make money using the things that you already have. Another thing that I want you to start leveraging is your car. Now, I know y'all think, oh, she about to try to sell me to have people rent in my car. I'm not trying to have nobody driving in my car. No, that's not what I'm going to say. I want you guys to check out a website called Rapify. It's spelled rap like how you wrap Christmas presents. So W-R-A-P-I-F-Y. I want y'all to check out Rapify. People are making up to $1,000 a month by just putting decals on their car for different companies and riding around basically promoting it. You, you're already driving anyway. You're driving to Target. You're driving to the grocery store. You're driving to drop your kids off. You're running your little errands. Why not put this thing on your car and make a couple of quick bucks for it? Like, start leveraging the things that you have. There are so many ways to not just make money, but it's so many ways to make money passively. And I just want to say um, really quick, because I know Chloe has another thing that she probably wants to share before we get into the questions. But I just want to say, um, if you are looking specifically for passive income resources, because I know that, you know, with COVID still kind of looming and we just don't even know, like, when this is going to be over, uh, we weren't really trying to introduce you guys to a bunch of, like, strategies and things that would require you to actually show up. So we do have a passive income ebook bundle that's literally full of even more ideas and strategies and tips and things like that to help you guys get started. So if that's something that you want, I want y'all to text Bestie, B-E-S-T-I-E, again, Bestie, B-E-S-T-I-E. I want y'all to text that to 77948. Again, text Bestie to 77948 if you are wanting that resource. Okay, so listen, before we get into um, taking a couple questions, because we definitely wanted to make sure we save time to do that, just to kind of wrap up this um, conversation, which hopefully has been helpful for you all, hopefully has your wheels spinning, your crea creative juices flowing on some different ways that you can create your own stimulus strategy. One thing that I really want to encourage you all to do is to start changing your mindset around making money. I know most of us grew up with our parents telling us, you gotta go to school, get the good grades, go to college, get the degree, get the good job with the good benefits in order to be successful. And luckily we've kind of figured out that there's other ways to do it. There's a million ways to make money and you don't have to have a traditional nine to five in order to be quote unquote successful. I know it's frowned upon sometimes. Um, you know, our parents don't always understand what we're doing. My mom definitely thought I was playing around on the computer for years until she started seeing those checks coming in. People don't necessarily take it take us seriously when we don't have a quote unquote good job or when we're not operating in our career or when we're not using our degrees. But I know plenty of people who are getting paid, making a nice living for themselves, doing things that they love to do. I have a niece who's literally doing nails right now. 
who, you know, people ask her, people challenge her, people want to know why, why aren't you going to college? Why, how much money do you think you can make doing nails? But sis, I know plenty of people that do nails, that do lashes, that do makeup, that have quit their quote unquote good jobs to be able to make a substantial amount of money doing the things that they love. So I just want to encourage you all to change your mindset around making money, to realize that this blueprint that we were raised to believe that we have to follow in order to be successful is kind of outdated. We live in the information age, like Anita said, people are willing to pay you for what you know. Like I told y'all at the beginning, people are willing to pay you for what you can do, how much time you can save them. Raven has given y'all tons of websites that you can literally log on to right now today and get paid from the things that you already have, the skills that you already have. The girl who does my faux locks literally quit her job, y'all. I kid you not. Quit her job and she does faux locks in her living room making double what she was making working her job. And people might think that sounds crazy until they see, well, homegirl's still paying her mortgage. She's still taking care of her kids, but she's doing it in a way that is, you know, it's, it's, it's a non-traditional way of doing it. So don't look down upon the people who aren't working quote unquote traditional jobs. If you have a degree or multiple degrees that you're not using, there's nothing to be frowned on about that. Times are changing. So I just wanted to leave y'all with that before we um, answer a couple questions that things are definitely um, at your fingertips for a reason. And there are ways that you can get paid right now without slaving. Like, you know, y'all know our history and especially black women. A lot of us have been raised to believe that if you ain't slaving, you ain't doing enough. If you're not working, you know, until you are dead tired, then you ain't working hard enough. And I'm here to tell y'all that I love sitting back, relaxing and cooling and watching those coins come in. I don't have to work like a slave. I'm not killing myself in order to make a coin and you don't have to either. So I think we have time to take about three questions. Raven, um, I'm putting the pressure on you to, to choose a couple people who want to come to the stage and ask their questions. So I think you just have to raise your hand if you would like to come to the stage and uh, Raven will let y'all in. Oh my God, why can't we put it on Arnita? Um, <laughs> so I know Nanette, am I pronouncing your name correctly? I'm sorry if I'm not, but I know you like had your hand raised like from the beginning. So I think it would be good to go to her first. I don't know, baby, up, Arnita. <laughs> I, I was trying to manage to be like, what happened? Sorry. I'm like, I don't want the pressure. We're choosing people to um ask the questions. We can only speak like three questions. Nanette sounds good. Nanette, are you here? I just added, um, I saw Princess had a question. I think she has a question. So I brought her up. But real quick, y'all, we didn't even do like an intro. We were so hyped to get into these strategies that we didn't even do an intro. But um, Raven, Arnita, and myself are also known as your bundle besties. In April, we literally in the thick of the pandemic, we really wanted to be able to create a resource for Black women specifically to be able to access digital resources, things that they could do right from the comfort of their own home, because we was all at home, we couldn't go nowhere. But we wanted you all to be able to access these resources so that, again, you could get paid. Who knew, like back in April, that we would still be having these conversations 
in December. Like I, I know I definitely thought that, you know, things would be quote unquote back to normal. Um, but here we are still going into the new year, trying to figure out how we can save ourselves. And so we created the Bundle Bestie as deeply discounted digital resources, literally over $5,000 worth of resources in every single bundle that you get for like $197, less than $200. And so we are gonna be launching another bundle really soon. If you all are not connected with us on Instagram, please make sure you follow us at The Bundle Bestie. Um, but I just want to make sure we at least tell y'all like what the bundle is all about. So Princess, you can go ahead and unmute yourself um, if you have a question. Hey ladies, thank you so much for this. Um, I do have a quick question for Raven. Um, I I am current. I do have a car, and i when I saw Corey, I got her ranch. I was like, you know what? I want my Tesla right now. It just to me, it just didn't make any sense. Where I have a car, like my car note, it's almost less than a hundred dollars, and I'm like, I didn't want to get a thirty thousand dollar car that's just gonna sit at the house. I'm gonna have two cars. And I, when I saw Corey, I was like, you know what? I want my Tesla today. So I came up with a plan to get my Tesla. Um, so my question was, I because I'm in Florida, my family's making noises. I miss the company you said that you can put something around your car because I could definitely have my other electric car, Baby Leaf, that's pretty much going to be sitting at the house. So I can wrap it. So I want the name of the company you mentioned. Yes, Rack, every single car that you have, sis, it's called Rackify, so it's Rack, um, W-R-A-P, and then like the five, I-F-Y, and you can go on there and just sign up, it's super easy and simple to get started, um, I don't even think it's the fee to start either, or if it is, it's like really nominal, but yep, it's called Rackify. Okay, I guess I've taken over adding people to the stage. Ashley, I'm coming to you. And then we'll take one more so we can wrap up by uh, one. Okay. Hi. Hi, everyone. Um, I am first loving this conversation. I'm actually sitting in my dining room working right now. So um, real quick, I work as a web designer and a social media manager, um, marketing strategist, all that good stuff. And I've been doing... Um, I've been doing it for a while. I started on YouTube like a lot years ago back, you know, when YouTube was first starting popping, doing like natural hair stuff. And then when Instagram came out, my YouTube followers followed me to Instagram. So it's been really good. And I didn't start doing it for other people until recently. So one thing I, um, I had a comment and a question. One comment, I really like Poe's advice when she said, I'm about taking inventory of your skills. Just, um, that was some of the best advice I got from a friend of mine about three years ago. Um, about four years ago, and from Cole again <laughs> last year, because um, I was I was I got divorced in 2015, and my ex husband was very wealthy, and I did not work, and I was sitting here with my master's degree, and literally was not working. He was like, you know, don't worry about it, I got it, and but he was also like, you know, very it's in my book. He's very abusive and violent too. So whole another story, but um, I didn't work. So then, therefore, when we got divorced. Um, I literally had nothing because I moved out of my parents' house into his house, like never had my own stuff. So I had to figure out like, what was I going to do? And I think taking inventory of my own skills is one of the best things I ever could have done when a friend of mine sat me down and said, Ashley, you have way too many talents to be broke and struggling right now because this man is trying to lift you out to drive. So I need you to write down everything that you're good at doing because anything that you can do is somebody who either doesn't know how to do it or they just don't have the time to do it. And I think that's what a lot of the women on here is not that we all aren't fully capable of learning how to do these things. We just ain't got the time. Like, I got other stuff to do. Like, I got two kids. Like, I don't have time to be doing everything. So that's why, like, I hired a virtual assistant. Like, I have so many different people that I outsource things to. But Cole was the one who kind of put into my ear for me to start putting my services on Upwork and on Fiverr and then just kind of listing it on my own site for me to do a lot of freelance work. And um, actually just got my first government contract last week, so I haven't announced that in work university yet, but I will. <laughs> first government contract came through last week, so um, the city right next to mine just hired me to do the, um, their monthly newsletter and revive their 
newspaper and all that kind of stuff. So I'm contracted for two years with them. So praise God. But um, so anybody who thinks about freelancing, literally anything that you know how to do, there's some like I pay someone to go through all my finances and just put stuff in an Excel spreadsheet for me to send to my account. Like, she, I'm like, I just don't have time to do that and looking at all those numbers make my hair. Some people like doing stuff like Excel spreadsheets. So if it's something you know that you're good at or you don't mind doing, somebody will take you to it. Absolutely. And I love that you literally gave so many examples of different ways that you've been able to monetize. So y'all, if you have not, caught these gems or figured out by now that you already got the skills to pay the bills let this just be a reminder that you do i saw my boo come in the building my girl india stepped in the room so india we're gonna bring you up as our last um lady coming to the stage what you got for us india cool hey can you hear me yes ma'am mind and great health 
you can do it. I like cold. It's it's a mindset thing, and it's and it's all in your mind, and it's truly about how you perceive things and how you want things to be. And you just gotta get up and do it with with whatever you're facing because it's not going to go anywhere, and he's not gonna put too much on you than you can handle. So. You know, it's really about changing your mindset. And if you see that six-figure, that seven-figure business, I mean, it's there and it's an honest reach and you just got to go. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.